Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and we're into season number three now, and this is episode number nine. The title of this episode is Gifts from God, step number 10, and step number 10 is the gift of perseverance. Just, first of all, as a way of apology, um, I'm sure you've heard the expression, a day late and a dollar short. Well, in this case, I'm a day late. I just didn't get around to doing the podcast yesterday. So today is Sunday, and at least we'll we'll get it done. I actually started doing them on Sunday at 6 o'clock at night, but I wanted to have the podcast out there. So, sorry if you expected it yesterday, but here it is today. And we've already talked about step number 10 in the first two episodes and continue to take a personal inventory. And today I'd like to talk about the second part of that step. Is, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And for me, this second part of the step is really kind of entwined with ego. I mean, first of all, I'd like to talk about what ego really is. You're going to hear people talk about other people and say, wow, he's really got an inflated ego, which of course means he thinks a lot about himself and he shouldn't. And of course, that word shouldn't gets in there when when we're judging people. But also, ego also sometimes is attributed as telling us that we are not good enough and kind of putting us down as people. Some folks even consider ego to be a bad thing. And they say, well, as much as we can get rid of our ego, the better off we'll be. I personally don't believe any of these things, mostly because the ego doesn't exist. The ego, the id, the ego, and the superego are all constructs. They're things that were initially thought up by, I believe, Sigmund Freud, and they were thought up as reasons or ways to explain of people's behaviors. So the id, the ego, and the superego really started as names for behaviors. And it facilitated the psychiatric and psychological world uh, as far as being able to describe what might be affecting a particular individual. So the ego is so predominant both in psychology, psychiatry, and in spiritual matters. Um, I think I could almost say there are two major divisions in spiritual matters today. Those people who think of uh, us and our spirit as non-dualities. In other words, Everything is one. 
our spirit, our human beings. Our humanity is really, uh, to a lot of them, considered a dream, that it doesn't even really exist. We are all just spirit, and we will end up going, just melding back into that spirit when we die. So the other way of thinking of our spirituality is as a dual kind of a system, in that we have our spirit, of course, and and I certainly believe in that because that's what this podcast is really all about. Hello, steps to the spirit. But we also have our humanity. And so I think that is the dualism uh, in what I believe in, is that I think that over time I learn or I get to the point where I realize and accept the fact that I have a spirit and how my humanity and spirit are connected, how they become connected, I have no idea. What happens to us at the end of this connection, I have no idea, and I certainly wouldn't presume to tell you. However, as I'm alive, I believe that I need to recognize my spirit, and I believe that our spirits are constantly trying to get our attention. So I feel as though I need to answer that call, and I need to, once that's answered, and I talk a lot about saying a eternal and final yes to my spirit and to God, that yes, I understand, I love you, and I am going to accept your love, and there will be nothing that will ever change that. That is the yes that I talk about. After that point, after that initial yes to God, I think my purpose on life is to listen for what that my spirit is trying to tell me and to listen as far as running and doing things in my life. Uh, the third step, of course, in this program says, I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand him. And let me remind you, I use the word him only as convenience. I don't believe that God is necessarily a him or a her or anything. So I've made that decision to turn everything over to God. So this is what I'm trying to do on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm trying, my form of prayer is just simply listening in a quiet way. And I will always, as long as I'm open to it, discern what my spirit would like me to do. And in any given situation, I say that I know from my spirit being there, I know what is the right thing to do in that situation. I don't always do it. I don't always agree with it. And hopefully I find that out later. And, and this is what doing, continuing a personal inventory is all about. To kind of see when I've decided to operate against the wishes of my spirit. 
I find that I do that often. And in continuing my inventory, I usually am aware of it and I pick it up and okay, I admit that I did that. I shouldn't have done that because that's not the way I am trying to live today. So now what do I do? Well, what the step is telling me to do is to <laughs> promptly admit that I've done something wrong, which many times means that I should be going to some individual and saying, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. It wasn't right. It wasn't appropriate. And I'm certainly going to not to, to try not to do it again. And whether or not that person accepts that, it's not my concern. My thing is that I, I, I just simply have to follow what my spirit tells me and try to make some kind of amends for that action. So this all seems very straightforward. Okay, I think about the day. I realize what I have done uh, in my inventory. And now I'm going to go promptly and admit it and deal with it with that person or whoever. Sounds simple, doesn't it? But now, <laughs> here come, now I describe my, my ego and, my, and its pals' uh, procrastination and rationalization as skipping along in my brain, having a jolly good time. And they might tell me when I think about and do this inventory and come up with these things that I have to admit to, they might say, well, wait a minute now. That wasn't that bad. Why make a big thing out of it? You might, you might upset that other person, uh, and probably that person hasn't even realized it. Or the other pal comes along, procrastination, and says, well, let's wait, wait a while. Don't do anything about that now. Let's wait until maybe the next time you see them. If, if it comes up, then you can say something about it. Well, my friends, that's not the way my program is working today. The way I want my program to work is that I want to do these steps as I am suggested to do them. I want to, as soon as possible, after I recognize something that I have messed up in my life or messed up in my dealings with others, I want to, as soon as possible, go to that person and admit my wrongs, admit my shortcomings, my defective character that I had in, in dealing with that person. That's what when I'm being honest, my spirit wants me to do. My spirit has no secrets, holds nothing back if I allow it to speak to me, and I would like to behave exactly the same way. No secrets and holding nothing back. And hopefully, once again, my ego will be put in the place that it's supposed to be. Believe me, folks, there is no right or wrong. There is no goodness or badness about an ego. It just simply describes behavior. So that's it for now for this episode. 
Next episode, we'll be going to step number 11, and that has to do with communication. And you notice what I had mentioned in this this episode about listening for what God and my spirit want me to do. Well, that's what it's all about for me, is listening. So next time, step 11, communication. Thank you for listening, and bye-bye.